Hey, bestie, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Staying Inspired. I'm your hype woman and host, Amanda Yoa, and my jam is inspiring the glass ceiling breakers, the bold move makers, the best life living women in the making. This is the hottest place for empowerment, real conversation, inspiration, humor, and tools for you to up-level your life and make some bold moves in that main character energy. So now that you're here, grab some snacks, sit back, and let's get into it. Hey, girlfriends. Welcome back to another episode of Staying Inspired. As always, I'm your host and hype woman, Amanda Yoa. Today, I'm coming at you with another Let's Be Real are you feeling overwhelmed? I feel like no matter where we are in life, we can always have those seasons of overwhelm, myself included. So I'm going to dive in and give you some practical ways to get back on your game, to get back in the game to where you're making next level moves, making those dreams and visions become your reality because that's what it's all about, right? Uh, before we dive into that, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor for today's episode, Magic Mind. As you all know, ladies, I'm a huge coffee lover. We all know this, but I'm at a point in my life where coffee alone, it just isn't doing it for me anymore. I need something that's going to give me good energy where I'm not feeling all jittery and then crash for a few hours, you know, a few hours later. Plus, I'm trying to watch what I'm putting into my body sugar wise. So I came across this site and I thought, let me give it a try. It's this little shot. I mean, I took it in maybe two gulps and I got to tell you, it's a game changer. It boosts your productivity. It decreases your stress. It elevates your morning routine. Like imagine merging the benefits of meditation, a cup of coffee and two hours of like deep focus all bottled up in one tiny little drink. I'm telling you. You guys have to check this out. Don't pass it up. If you want in on this, visit www.magicmind.com to discover the magic for yourself. And I'm going to put their website in the episode description so you guys have a, a link to check it out. All right. So, overwhelm. I mean, let's be real. It's a common emotion, particularly for goal-getters, women entrepreneurs, mompreneurs like us. In today's episode... I give you some practical strategies to help you navigate your season of stuck and overwhelm and get back on the path to achieving your goals. You know, believe me when I say I've I've had to tap back into these myself along my path of taking next level steps. Overwhelm happens at all levels. So these are must-have strategies no matter what level of crushing your goals you are in. All right. So the first thing I want to dive into is, is time blocking and delegating. Uh, spend a day or even just a few hours tracking how you spend your time. Are you spending your time wisely, as they say, right? Um, identify tasks that don't directly contribute to your goals or could honestly be handled by somebody else, right? And I feel, you know, once you figure that out, you can let go a little bit. And I know that's a hard thing, especially, you know, if if I'm speaking, frankly, all of us moms, (laughs) it's hard to let go and delegate, you know, whether it's outsourcing specific business tasks, hiring a virtual assistant, or asking a partner or family member to take over certain household chores. It can be hard to let go. But I'm telling you, 
This is the only way to grow. And it's the only way of getting yourself out of that feeling like you have so much on your shoulders. So delegate that time. You know, a mentor of mine said, if you don't have the time, buy your time. Hire that virtual assistant. Hire that person to come in and clean your house for you so you don't have to do it. Right? Like my daughter's 10 now. And I looked at her and I'm thinking to myself, you know, time flies. You don't realize how fast and how quickly your kids grow up. At the same time, I'm like, wait a minute here. She could be doing a lot more than she's doing. Sister is getting away scot-free here (laughs) with her cell phone and and all the, you know, privileges that she has. So I sat her down. I said, listen here, honey, um, we're going to start doing things around the house because, you know, not only is it helping you out, but it's helping her out. You know, I, I kind of like my mom kind of did it all growing up. Like we weren't allowed to do things because it wasn't done her way. And believe me, this is like this, this all goes into the whole, you know, letting go, ladies, let go, let go. Um, my mom was never able to let go. You know, like we would do stuff around the house. It wasn't done right. We were clean. It wasn't clean right. And I find myself sometimes doing the same thing, but I've learned to like just kind of be more appreciative that they took the time to do that for me, even though it wasn't the way that I would do it. You know, um, just realizing that, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. And even though it wasn't the way that I would do it, the task was still done. Um, so, you know, it's just like letting go and, and giving them that sense of responsibility. If we all have kids, giving them that sense of responsibility that, hey, like I'm contributing to this family. I'm not just taking, I'm also giving. It, it's a rewarding thing for them to feel. And, you know, you can boost it up with chores or what, or I'm not chores, um, you know, giving them an allowance for doing the chores. Um, you can make it fun, you know, at the end of the week, whoever has the most chores done wins a prize, whatever you know, have fun with it. Put a calendar on your wall, like a chore list um, and have your kids. I have a five-year-old. He still does things around the house. That five, you know, I make sure he cleans up his own toys. Um, I make sure that he puts his clothes in the hamper. Like these are all like skills that they are going to have. And especially having a boy, I always think of the the lovely lady that he's going to marry one day and she will be so grateful and thankful of <laughs> what I have instilled into him. <laughs> So, you know, coming from someone who had a mom, I feel like I always talk shit on my mom. Jesus, mom, if you're listening to this, I love you. But, you know, I'm just, I'm keeping it real for people. This, These are the things I had to learn. These are the things, mom, you know, if you're listening, you know, you did everything. And I'm grateful for that. But at the same time, like I grew up and I kind of had a a lot on my plate of learning how to do all these for myself. Like once adulthood hit and I had my own house, I was like, holy shit, like, where do I begin? Like the feeling of overwhelm filled me up because I had someone who constantly did for me. So giving your kids something to do and delegating things around the house, it's going to make them feel like they are truly a part of the family, that they are a part of the team and making the, you know, the, 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 the teamwork is making the dream work. And it's also taking a load off of your plate. And I'm so grateful that I did this in my family and just seeing the sense of responsibility that I am instilling in them just it really is rewarding for me as well. So delegate that time, give yourself a task audit, you know, spend a day or even just a few hours tracking how you spend your time. And if those tasks don't directly contribute to your goals, they can be handled by somebody else. And then, you know, the most important thing is having specific time blocks for time for focused work, family activities, 
self-care. Now, family activities, it's, you know, whether you have kids or not, I know not everyone listening doesn't have kids. Um, but just spending time, whether it's family or friends, and, and most importantly, self-care. And not bending on those. But also knowing things happen, shit happens, right? So you can still honor the time block. Okay, maybe if, you know, something overflowed into family activities, you move that time block and still make time for it. You know, and this technique helps ensure that you're dedicating undistracted, undivided attention to each segment of your life. And it can help alleviate feelings of always juggling. And for me, I think what stands out in that is having boundaries, right? Like my kids know when mommy is in the office and the door is shut, you have to go to daddy. That's a daddy question. That's a daddy, you know, go to daddy for help. Because I can't be there in the moment because I have my undivided attention on getting my work done. You know, I get, I work from home. My husband gets to leave the house and work at our restaurant in Philly. So he doesn't have to worry about kids nagging him. And I'm thankful that, you know, I can get things done while the kids are in school. Um, but there are times where I have to do things when the kids are home. And I'm grateful that he is able to be home during those times. You know, teamwork makes the dream work. And, um, you know, we, we build our schedule around time when he's going to be home. I know I can get these specific things done when he is here. Um, I know I have to do these specific things when the kids are in school. So we make it work, but I know that you have to have hard boundaries in order to make those things work. You know, when I'm out with my kids, spending time with my kids, I don't answer emails. I don't answer phone calls. I don't answer in Instagram DMs. I don't look at my social media unless I'm adding my kids to it or taking their picture and posting it to say like, hey, look what we're doing. Isn't it cute? You know, so like I have those boundaries and you have to be really dedicated to sticking to those boundaries. And in terms of your self-care, that's an important part too. Knowing to take that time to go get that massage, get your nails done, get your hair done, go for a walk, listen to the podcast, right? Read the book, whatever it is you do in terms of self-care. Um, make sure that you're delegating that or you know, taking that time and blocking that off for yourself as well. All right, so that is time block and delegate. So number two is reconnect with your vision. Now, I think sometimes we get stuck in a state of overwhelm because we have so much in life going on, so many um, micro tasks that we're doing and our vision kind of gets muddled in all of those things. So if you're not a vision board creator, I am, but if you're not, this will be a really good opportunity. It's never too late to create a vision board, whether it's for your business, your life, if you want to travel, whatever it is that you want to do. Create and re or revisit a vision board that usually represents your goals. You know, sometimes seeing a tangible representation of your aspirations can reignite that passion and offer clarity. There could be things on there like, holy shit, I totally forgot about that. You're right. Like we're we're far off base here. Let's get back into focus, you know, and um, this can be easily done if you're a, if you like to use scissors and magazines, old school way, you know, get yourself a board and put that up and hang it somewhere where you can see it. Um, for me, I'm more of a Pinterest girl, call it my inner millennial shining through, but I like to go on Pinterest, create a, a private board 
and, you know, just pin things that uh, resonate with that. The thing, my goals and aspirations of what I want to become. And I, you know, from time to time, I don't look at it every single day, but when there's times where I'm overwhelmed, I do. I take time to go back and look at those things because life can get distracting. You know, things happen, shit happens. These are real things. So creating that vision board, you know, gives you that clarity and it reignites that passion so that you can get refocused on connecting with your ultimate goal. Another way is journaling. You know, dedicate a few minutes each day or week to jot down your feelings, your challenges, your successes. Over time, this practice can provide insights to patterns that lead to overwhelm, shit that you might not even recognize or see that you're doing, you know, and it can highlight strategies that have helped you navigate things that you've done in the past to help you get over your hump of overwhelm, you know? Um, And then we have our mindful moments, you know, just taking a short breaks to practice mindfulness, meditation, or even just deep breathing exercises. These moments can help, you know, reduce stress, clear the mind, um, provide a fresh perspective, you know? And I want to say, I know meditation is not for everybody. I always keep it real. But I'm also going to keep it real. Meditation is not often what we think it is. You know, like the crisscross applesauce on the floor with our hands up and we're going, "Hmm." you know, meditation is not always that. It doesn't have to be that. You know, do you ever drive somewhere and then you get there and you're like, holy shit, like, I don't even remember driving. Was I here? Or, you know, was I in the car? Was I driving? Obviously I was because I got here, but that time flew. I didn't even realize you kind of have like an outer body experience because your body was in a form of meditation. Right. Like I always meditate when I'm folding laundry. I kind of just zone out and just go in within myself and I'm folding the laundry. And before you know it, my laundry's folded and I have a clear, concise plan of action about myself, <laughs> things that have been giving me trouble, things that I need to overcome. I mean, who knew that folding some socks and some shirts would give you such clarity? But it does. You know, dancing, listening to music, walking and listening to a podcast. You know, sometimes we we have to have that background noise in order to focus from within. There's times where I've put on music and gone for a walk and I've just gone into a state of having a total conversation with myself. So, you know, when I say meditation, it doesn't have to be that stereotypical sitting on the ground, you know, quieting our mind because it can be really hard to quiet our mind. Um, So that's some, you know, ways you can do that as well or realize, hey, I do that. Um, So just being intentional about taking the time to do those things, you know, and I think when you do this, you know, the vision board, the journaling, the mindful moments, um, it gives you that perspective of, are you being resistant to a season of change? You know, is it time for a pivot? I know that I have gone into overwhelm and felt stuck when I was being resistant to a season of change. And this can be something that we can all relate to as goal getters, having that big vision. You know, we get so laser focused on it having to look this way and sound this way. And I have to be doing this and I have to be, you know, whatever it is, like I started out coaching, right? I don't even coach anymore, right? at least not for now. That's like a back burner aspiration of mine. 
you know, I was kind of putting the cart before the horse, as they say. But I started out coaching. Like I jumped into this, I need to make an impact via coaching. And I was so resistant to the change and the opportunities that were happening around me because I felt like, no, I need to be coaching. No, I need to be coaching. No, I need to be coaching. When in reality, I didn't need to be going that route in order to make the impact in my own unique way to where showing up felt effortless and joyful. And now, you know, I'm starting my women community and I have this podcast. And those are things that I never set out to do initially, but I trusted in myself and I leaned into that season of change. And I realized that it was time for a pivot. You know, a pivot is just an opportunity that we sometimes label as a failure or, you know, something that didn't work out for us or, you know, things not going our way. It's just an opportunity for something that could be bigger and better than we could have ever imagined. And I'm living that in real time. Let me tell you, girlfriend. So, you know, give yourself the space to receive that clarity. Okay. So we have time blocking and delegate. Reconnect with your vision. Three, the last, but certainly not least, is network and seek external input. Join a community or a group, aka next level women. <laughs> Join or form a group, you know, uh, with fellow entrepreneurs. These groups can offer support, advice, accountability, helping you navigate challenges and brainstorm for solutions. You know, honor and take advantage of these spaces from the place of knowing that we are all at different stages of our visions and dreams. There could be someone in that space who is three, five, seven steps ahead of the game, whose insights could rock your world and send you into orbit, girlfriend. I cannot tell you the growth and the clarity and the feeling of having solutions or really just receiving solutions that I've received by joining a community of fellow entrepreneurs, fellow goal-getters, fellow, you know, even if it's not a business that you're setting out to do, even if it's just, I want to up-level my life, I want to start taking care of my mind better, my body better, whatever it is, there's a community for anything that you are trying to do. So go out there and look, there's different outlets you can look, you can look right on Instagram, you can look on, you know, look up Google, I mean, hello, you know, so Google those communities with those people that are going to give you the support, advice and accountability and help you take those next level steps, right? And again, I have my next level women. If you want more info on that, check out my Instagram. We are doing some things. Let me tell you, I have some amazing women in there. I have some auth aspiring authors, women who are about to release their books. I have some coaches in there who are releasing some amazing programs. I mean, 2024 for all of us, I call all of them my founding mothers because I just started this group, right? So they are the founding mothers with me. Like they laid the foundation. They are here. They're my day ones. And 2024 for all of us is going to be phenomenal. I can feel it because we show up and we're consistent and we show up in supporting one another, show up in supporting ourselves, especially in those moments when we feel overwhelmed because we know when we show up in those spaces, we're going to receive what we need in order to give us that clarity, that motivation, that inspiration that we need to keep going. 
and do the things that we want to do and more importantly, be the woman that we so aspire to be. So join a community. All right, another way is mentoring. You know, seek guidance from a mentor in your industry. Their experiences and insights can provide invaluable perspective. It really goes back to what I was saying. You know, maybe a group isn't your thing. Maybe you like the more intimate one-on-one. So mentoring would be more of your thing, right? Even though I feel like you should have a little bit of both. I really do because I, I've I've had it and I've had one and not the other. And then I've had the other one and not the other. The two combined, you're fucking unstoppable. I'm just going to, I'm going to lay it out there. You're really unstoppable. But it goes back to what I was saying. You know, having a mentor is someone in the game, whatever it is that you were trying to do. They're three, five, seven, nine, 12 steps ahead of the game. The value that you were going to receive, the guidance you were going to receive, the tangible tools, tips, and tricks that you were going to receive are priceless. They really are. And a lot of times it does come with a price. You know, and mentoring you, it, it is a sense you have to invest in yourself. But you have to do what's required in order to level up and make those next level moves for your spot for yourself. Especially when you are in a moment of over overwhelm, when you're like, I just can't do this on my own. Something is missing and I don't know what it is. Invest in a mentor. They will give you the clarity. And let me tell you, I know I say it's an investment, but if you go on Instagram, for example, and look up a mentor in your niche or whatever it is that you are trying to do, people are so giving, overly giving. I can't tell you the spaces and places that I've put myself in, that I've received free information just by being in people's... I mean, this goes back to being in their communities. There's invaluable information that people will just in conversation give away that they normally give away in a mastermind that you have to pay hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars for. So do it. Start looking, make the effort, invest, find the community, find the mentor, someone that you know you will rock with, that you vibe with, and they'll take you places that you never thought imaginable. Now, the last one is stay educated. Make time to learn whether it's taking a course, attending a workshop, or just reading a relevant book to whatever you're going through or whatever you're wanting to learn to take your business or your life to the next level. You know, this will give you new strategies and it will alleviate feelings of being stuck. I mean, there's books out there of overwhelm and how to get yourself out of that. If you find any, feel free to come on the uh, post for this episode and let me know. Let me know how they are. If you've read any books, give me the author. I would love to read them myself. But, you know, always make time for education. I feel like this is imperative, especially when it comes to leveling up and whatever. You always have to be learning. Always have to be learning. You know, and it really, I feel like I just did like a whole like step by step process of, but it really comes to investing the time to educate yourself. Investing in a mentor is educating yourself. Joining a community or group is educating yourself. You're learning through people's experiences. You're learning through their intellectual property, through things that they've put out thousands of dollars in learning. Make the investment and make the time. Stay educated. 
network and seek external input. So those are the three things. Above all, what I want you to take away, it's crucial for women, entrepreneurs, goal-getters, mompreneurs, people just looking to make next level steps, whether it's in their life or their business. It is imperative to remember that it is okay to ask for help and that taking the time for self-care, it's not a luxury. It's a necessity. These are all forms of self-compassion paired with practical strategies. And this can curve those feelings of overwhelm and give you that consistency, that progress towards your goals, your visions, your dreams, whatever it is that you are setting out to do. So I hope you all enjoyed this. Take some time, hop on over to Instagram onto this week's post for the episode and let me know what was your takeaway? What was something that really stood out? What razzle-dazzled you? I want to hear it. Let's have a convo. I want to hear who's listening every week. You know, I'm building that community and I want you to be a part of it. So show up and show out. Comment on my post. DM me. I don't bite unless you got something good to eat. Um, All right. With that, there you go. Three practical ways to get back on your game if you are in a season of overwhelm. Till next time, girlfriends, stay inspired. Thank you so much for listening, Bestie. If you love what you heard, spread the word. Screenshot this episode and post it on your social media. Don't forget to tag your girl. If you would like to show some further love, give this podcast a review over on iTunes. And be sure to follow our Staying Inspired Podcast Community Facebook page. I'm super grateful for each and every one of you. Together, we create that next level self. Till next time, stay inspired.